0: Welcome back to the JB Show. Today, we have Jeff Hubbard here with me today. I met you at a networking event um, through my current company, which is funny because they actually placed you. So you were just talking to me about sales and networking, and I thought you'd be the perfect person to run through that whole process with my audience, especially of, you know, you're in your senior year, and a lot of people don't know what they want to do with their life, and they're kind of just like, fuck, I have no idea. So I'd love for you to roll through that whole process, especially taking it back to your senior year of college. Even start with partying and and what your friends were really thinking about going forward. So take it away.
1: Sure, man. Yeah, um, Jimmy. Happy to happy to be here. Um, you know, we met. We were chatting over at, at that event. My company, Electric. I work for a tech startup now, but um, definitely didn't see myself there. You know, back back senior year in college. Um, I had no fucking idea what I wanted to do, yeah. and I was really stressed out. And looking back, I wish I wasn't so stressed because you don't learn what you really, books can't teach you what you want to do. You got to just do shit.
0: Yeah. So what was making you stressed? Like what type of pressures were you feeling?
1: I mean, you know, I went to a school that had a a very, very competitive business school and Mm -hmm. in the finance industry, lots of kids or seniors are getting offers months in advance of graduation, you know, and I'm sitting there like, shit, like I have a communications degree. And I have no clue what I want to do, let alone start looking for jobs. Like, mm. what, what the hell is going on here? And like, oh, this guy's like, oh, yeah, Mr. Finance is starting at Goldman Sachs. And here I am, like, drinking beer, like, shooting the shit with my buddies. Like, Yeah.
0: I mean, were your close buddies in a panic as well? Or was it just, I want to see if it was a whole cultural vibe of either your fraternity or just your friend group.
1: So I think that. It was a couple of my close friends were also stressed out, but I mean, the people I was surrounded with my fraternity, as well as, like I said, a lot of finance guys, I'd say, you know, half of my friends had that job lined up and the other half or a bunch of them kind of a mixture of not really knowing what they want to do. And also like couple of a couple of trust fund guys who who didn't really give a shit but um yeah i mean there's that general anxiety right yeah. that's like how, how i mean it starts at freshman year like you're supposed to come in and declare your major it's like what the fuck
0: yeah right? i literally didn't declare mine until junior year i yeah. believe yeah
1: i mean it's stressful but like at the same time like if i could tell my my, my senior yourself i'd say just enjoy yourself don't let your grades slip too much And, uh, you know, once you get out, like you've got plenty of time to figure it out. Don't, don't rush into anything. Would
0: you have started a networking uh, process earlier? Would you think, or, or what would you have done to help yourself prepare more, but not stress out in the moment?
1: So, you know, it's something that I think you're doing very well and it's, uh, now personal brand. Yeah. And that's something that I've really only worked on the last year since I got into tech, but um, yeah. Building those relationships and, you know, getting all your friends on LinkedIn, like the best way to get a job is to, is to know someone. The yeah. best way to get a job is to, you know, I, for example, like I had a friend, uh, a friend's cousin um, who needs a job, has no idea what's going on. And like, I put them in touch with your company, Vets, and she's got an interview on Monday. And oh, it's that's like, sweet. Yeah. And Vets will take <laughs> care of her. Like that's the, I mean, for me, my, my biggest recommendation would be for like a, a rising senior would be to start networking and reaching out to, to staffing agencies and recruiters. Just blast your email out to 10, 20 staffing agencies, see see the ones that get back to you and they they walk you through the whole process. I know. I'll never f- find my own job ever again. Ever. They I do even yeah. negotiation. I don't have to do shit. Yeah. They they, they offer me. I was like, can you get me more money? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Give me a sec. Okay, so I got you this. Okay, perfect. Sounds good? Sounds good. It, it was literally as simple as that.
0: I had no idea what recruiting was. So I was in Australia and I was actually going to intern at a company in Israel for a sports startup. Would have been a great experience, but I kind of wanted to be in New York, back in the States. And I saw someone's post on Facebook that Betsy needed an intern. I didn't know what recruiting was, so then I talked to my manager on the phone. He walked me through the process and I was like, I didn't know that these guys went balls to the floor to get people a job, which was crazy. and. Now I know and I'm now I'm talking to a lot of people out there in sales industry. A lot of people find their jobs through recruiting. So I wasn't it, familiar with that.
1: It's uh it's a huge industry, right? And like not even tooting my own horn, this goes for all of my colleagues in the in the in the sales space mm-hmm. and in software. Um, we're getting in mails on the daily on the daily. On the daily. And like so, you know, if something were to ever happen, like I would be so set. Like yeah. my, my buddy um got laid off, I don't know, four or five months ago. Yeah. And like The next, I checked in on him. He's like, dude, like I got like six interviews lined up.
0: (laughs) He's
1: like, I'm talking to two recruiters. I got like six interviews lined up. I got two offers. I'm like, holy shit, man. Like.
0: Do you ignore recruiters ever or when do you?
1: So, so that's interesting, right? So, um, kind of very similar to like when I'm reaching out to prospects, because obviously when you're in recruiting, you're people sales, you're selling people. Um, if, if they send me just like that bullshit, long ass fucking. Yeah. Oh, checking out your LinkedIn profile. Look like you'd be a great fit for some rules we have here. <laughs> yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you know. But then once in a while, you'll get someone who's like, "Hey, checked out your resume," and they'll point something out. For for example, actually, I'll give you an exact yeah. example. Some guy reached out to me about six seven months ago. He said, "Hey, you know, I saw that you um, you studied in Spain and you and you have Spanish as one of your." one of your skills. Um, I thought you'd be a great fit for, um, a software sales platform where you would need to be bilingual and you'd be selling this platform Mm. to some countries in Spain. I was like, all right, dude, like you've done your fucking research. Like, Hey, and I reached out, Hey man, like this sounds really cool. I'm really happy here, but, um, I'll definitely, you know, keep you in mind if I ever, if that ever changes. So like, it's one of those. Yeah. So if someone shows that they're actually interested in me and like, and like took a sec then yeah, I'll show them the I'll show them the respect mm-hmm. to to get back to them. But no, nah, like nonsense, long ass shit, just it's annoying. Mm-hmm. So um, if there's a message in that um, for for you guys out there, <laughs> um, reaching because like I, I mean, if I were in college, I would be reaching out to staffing companies. Yeah, that would be my if I, if I didn't know what especially if I didn't know what to do in a few industries. And the best way to do that is really just to personalize that message. And recruiters are very good at getting back to you yeah. on LinkedIn. I'm sure we're you're on know.
0: LinkedIn all day. Yeah, yeah. Same as
1: I. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really the platform. It's blowing up right now. Um, I'm not sure if you use like LinkedIn voicemails. No, but I heard, uh, I saw someone post on LinkedIn talking about a
0: voicemail they got and they it said that they set it apart from everybody else. So,
1: yep, you see long text, long text, all of a sudden, like boop, little, little, I don't know if little I like voicemail. That,
0: if you got a little voicemail, what would you, I kind of would want to text. I don't know.
1: You'd listen to it, yeah, though, wouldn't of you? Course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's more than, re- I mean, if, if you listen to a 30 second voicemail, that's like one or two paragraphs that you're yeah. not reading. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Right. So we're 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 experimenting with that. Yeah. Um, so far, we've seen some decent success. Oh,
0: sweet. Yeah. Does anyone replied like, what the hell?
1: Oh yeah. Oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I've actually you know my my response rate's been it's been solid. Um, I haven't actually booked a booked an opportunity yet, but people in my organization have. And really, it's just like the same messaging, but mm-hmm. with a voice, humanizing yourself. Yeah. Right. Like you had you couldn't automate that. You could you, you took the time. Mm-hmm. you said their name you you know you said their company you said their role so I know we're going kind of going off track here. No, it's
0: exactly how it's supposed to be yeah
1: um, but uh, but yeah so for for you guys that are 18 to 24 and you don't know what you want to do I was there and I stressed myself out don't worry I mean if you are in a decent college and you have a decent grade point average, which by the way grade point average is starting to not matter at all anymore I know
0: so what would you alright so a lot of people at least work told me not to put on my resume if it's under 3.5. What do you think about that? 3.5? Under a 3.5. Don't put it on your really? resume. Really? Yeah. I would love to hear a different perspectives. Right. Like
1: so I was told 3.0. And above? And I went to Miami University of Ohio. Yeah. And I was told as long as it's a oh, 3.0, you can put... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know... <laughs> We have a good hockey teams, so yeah. that's fine. <laughs> um, good parties too. But um, no, uh, if it's above a three zero, 0 I think there's nothing wrong with putting it on there. You know, mine was like a 3-2, mm-hmm. which is like, I mean, it just shows you that you can get tasks and complete them at a decent, you know.
0: Yeah, they were saying if it's under a 3-5, it doesn't look great to put it on your resume. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean...
1: I mean what wait what year are you graduating you're graduating in twenty nineteen
0: yeah, I have one more year left going into my senior year,
1: so you'll graduate in twenty twenty
0: yeah twenty twenty
1: okay, so I graduated in two thousand seventeen, so that's like well you you wouldn't even need to
0: show your g p a right now would you no, no yeah no.
1: g p a is in the garbage yeah. after your first job yeah, it's like doesn't matter I think
0: as an s d r or a sales development representative for those who don't know they're are they looking more at your just people' skills and grit rather than just your grades, would you say?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in a sales development role, you're cold calling prospects, you're, you're outbound. Um, you know, if you're good at, if you have a 3.8 GPA, it's like, yeah. that doesn't make a difference yeah. at all. You know, if you're a nerd and you can't, <laughs> not a nerd, but you know, if you're if you're uh, socially awkward, for example, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to make it. If you're shy, you're not going to make it. But if you do have grit and determination and you're a person that enjoys a conversation, And that's a good, really great place to start. That's another thing too. Sales, SDRs in the tech space right now are hiring like crazy. They are. Crazy. The amount of, and building teams out. Cause like, I mean, you see where the economy is now. It's like people, you bring on sales. That's the thing about sales too. It's the, it's the first thing that they, one of the first things you get. And it's one of the last things you let go. Sales, Mm -hmm. you need sales everywhere. Right, you have no. You you can have a fantastic product, and your sales team sucks, and it won't do anything, and you'll you'll go out of business. Or you could also have a shitty product and a fantastic sales team, and that product could go in IPO. Yeah, because you have a fantastic sales team. That at the end of the day, that is the the heartbeat of any organization, and they are looking right now. There are so many. I'm sure. I mean, you work at bets, right? You see. I'm sure you're trying to play so many SDRs right now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I have a question for you. Um in terms of like, you know, trying to trying to hire SDRs cuz a lot of SDR recruiting teams are looking for SDRs with experience. Do you have yeah. trouble getting people to make that lateral move? Usually
0: it's weird. SDRs they're looking for people who just graduated school and haven't any haven't had any work experience, but if the base is higher, then you could take somebody that maybe hasn't got promoted yet to an AE. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong about that. Uh, don't quote me on that, but that's just uh, from what I've seen so far as an intern. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what What are some good qualities in an SDR, or good qualities in somebody starting out in their first year of a, in a job as a salesperson to move up in a company? Besides quota, say say right. besides hitting quotas, what qualities do you really see in someone looking to get promoted?
1: So so you so you hit on two very important ones, right? Great determination. Yeah. That that's you know any sales role. Um, but I would say really, really using your resources in the organization. Mm-hmm. Like you'll find me, I have today I had a meeting with our enterprise sales director for half an hour, got time on his calendars, learning all these great things, his perspective. I speak with our, I've had a meeting with our CTO. Yeah. I've had a meeting with our CFO. I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking them if you were, if I were, excuse me, like I'm on a cold call and I'm calling you trying to sell you electric. What yeah. do you want to hear? What do you not want to hear? I'll well, make you take a lie. meeting with me? Yeah. yeah. Why? So the reason why is that it shows that I'm taking initiative.
0: Okay.
1: I'm, I'm the one who is speaking with the CFO, coming back to them and saying, no, use this messaging. This is what CFOs want to hear. Mm-hmm. And then other people in the organization, they walk by the room, or we look in a WeWork space, they walk by and they see me and one of them with the CFO. It's like, oh shit, what's yeah. he doing? And it creates this this perception and and the truth really that this guy wants to learn he's hungry and they and people sometimes are shy to do things like that, but people want to help people like to to you know help I know people.
0: that's what I've found yeah. reaching out to all these people on LinkedIn. Yeah. people are so nice and willing to help
1: yeah people want to help yeah. people want to be people want to feel important mm-hmm. and by me reaching out to people, I mean that's not why and implementing it sharing it with the team, my manager's going, all right, Jeff, all right. And, and that's really, but, but so, so the why really is it's for personal growth, but it's also, you want to, you want to stand out in your organization. You want to be the person that people think, wow, like this guy, he speaks with product, he speaks with sales, he speaks with, for, in, in our, for example, in, a, in a, an IT company, um, you know, he really cares. That's the most important thing. He really cares. I don't just I don't just need to hit my quota. Mm-hmm. I care that products doing a good job and they're engineering things to make my sales job easier. I care that the, the help desk is is doing their stuff and I learn and I, I see a big picture. I don't just see myself. And then when you see a big picture, that's to them, it's this guy's going to grow with us. Mm-hmm.
0: So when it does come time for promotion, do you think you're already in the back of their minds, like subconsciously?
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I feel like that that's a huge one. So, mm-hmm. for asking for constructive feedback yeah. all the time
1: then mm-hmm. they they see our So, do you miss college at all? Very much so. College was um a very good time. I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't uh change it right now from where mm-hmm. I am, but um I'd enjoy to go back for a weekend for sure. When's
0: the last time you visited?
1: Last time I visited, actually, so my sister went to the same college as me. So yeah. I, I actually visited... Wait, how
0: many years apart were you guys? Two. Okay.
1: Yeah, actually one, because I did a postgraduate year, Um, you know, like played soccer mm-hmm. after high school and she was like two years behind me. I had a little too much fun my senior year of high school as well. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so the last time I visited was um last summer.
0: Okay. Oh, during the summer?
1: Yeah, it, like, it was like graduation. Okay. I was there for her graduation. Mm-hmm. So I guess it wasn't really like a full... Um, full uh you know go back but dude i miss so much of that shit what about it specifically i don't know if you have a good story to tell or or uh, anything a good story yeah Um, or
0: memorable night
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you one thing i'm i've drank the nastiest concoction that i could ever uh Ever instill in anyone, and I don't wish this on anyone. Um We got to
0: hear some ingredients, right? Uh, while you're at so,
1: it, so so I'll, t- I'll I'll give you a little context here. So I told them that I was studying in the library this mm-hmm. was during. This was during pledging. Yeah. I told them I was studying in the library, but I was really in my dorm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: laying in my bed, watching fucking Netflix. Yeah. Just trying to like chill. Listen, everybody
0: does that. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: I'm going to do that tonight. Yeah. Um. But uh. So they reach out to me. They're like, get to the house. I'm like, now nah, I'm studying. They're like, all right, send a picture. <laughs> I sent, like, an old picture from, like, two days before that that I, like, took just, like, in case. And they're like, dude, the fucking timestamps on that. Uh, get to the fucking house right now.
0: Did your heart just drop on the moment? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, you were just yeah, like, I'm dude. so scared.
1: So, so I went over there um, very reluctantly, but I got there. Sprint I think I fucking like ran. Yeah. Um and, and so so I get there and it's like, all right, get on fucking bows and toes. I don't know if you guys had like bows and toes. It's like a plank, but on your elbows. So it like hurts more. Um use like shards of glass everywhere too.
0: Jesus. Yeah,
1: not fun. But um anyway, so I thought this is like six minutes long, I'm on this, maybe seven, eight, and it's like, oh fuck. You could they plank look- for seven minutes. If, if they told that, dude, you can do a lot of shit if people tell you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, fuck, <laughs> and people are watching you. Um, but, uh, so anyway, I thought I was done. I was like, all right, like, sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nah, you're not done, kid.
0: Yeah. You're not done.
1: You're not, <laughs> you done. You're not done, bro. So I, I, they made me watch also what they, what they mixed into this drink. So uh, the base was dip spit. Okay. That was the base. Like, can
0: you just explain dip spit for those who don't know? Yes,
1: of course. So. Yeah. In America, or Disgusting Americans, um, we chew tobacco Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, it's like little grains of shit. And if you swallow it, you usually vomit a little bit. (laughs) Um, So this was like a half of a cup full of dip spit. And and, and, and also, you know, I'm just talking about the dip. This is human spit combined, right? So that's (laughs) half of the cup. I then proceed to watch them put in an egg yolk, ketchup milk hot sauce um salt and pepper just you know this for the this is very vivid, i love it oh yeah no 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 this this shit doesn't leave your memory yeah dude. um chocolate sauce i think a banana was thrown in there the chocolate
0: uh, sauce make it taste any better no 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 <laughs> no no
1: no no um the milk the milk that was the worst was it spoiled milk no but I, th- this tasted worse than spoiled milk. Yeah. Um, and then it it wasn't like, here, kid, take a sip. It was like, fucking finish it. Here's a trash can. So, um, got through it. Mm-hmm. Vomited seven times. Wow, seven. Seven. And was told to never lie to her brother again. And you know what? I learned my fucking lesson. So, you know, like... <laughs> um, uh so that that was a an interesting story. Um, you
0: moved into New York City right after school, or I know you did some time abroad, right right so we'll get back to that later, but the transition into the city how do you deal with it versus college, or are there any certain things that you really missed? Um, just having everybody there, or when you got here, how's that transition like, just uh, in general, from um, so, a social perspective right, or whatever?
1: Right. So I actually, after college, after graduated, I like I mentioned before, I had no fucking clue what I wanted to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I got a, I got an offer. Um. So my dad got remarried. Okay. And I got, <clears throat> and my dad's from England. Mm-hmm.
0: So oh, that's sweet. Yeah.
1: So I met. And this is an old family friend, and he he was drunk, and but like he's that kind of drunk drunk bloke who 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 says drunk who who says something when he's fucking blacked out, mm-hmm. and then the next day he like follows up. Mm-hmm. Um. So he he anyway he said, "Why don't you come move to London, stay with me, and uh, see if I can get you an internship?" Wow. Yeah, so you
0: took that right away. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, fuck
1: yeah, no brainer. I'm a huge Arsenal fan, so I was able to go there and and like watch all the games. Did your parents have
0: any uh, opposed to it? Oh, no, no, they
1: were all for it. They're like, oh, Jeff's gonna go do something. (laughs) He's not just gonna sit around, smoke pot, and fucking work at at a restaurant. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, very. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so I just I moved out. So I moved out there. I only I only mentioned that because it wasn't like quite that transition. But I yeah. was out and I was out in London, and and that was just a fucking blast. Did did some internships. But anyway, I did an internship there in finance. That's where I started. Sweet. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> finance <laughs> is not sweet. And if anyone's <laughs> listening and thinking about going into finance, I, I would think again. Um, what ab-
0: What about if you get paid a lot though? Or is it not about the
1: money? I right now am earning three x what I was earning. Okay. And have plenty of potential, and that's that. The financial services industry is the only one that's not keeping up with the other industries in terms of growth. Okay. It is on the decline. There's less liquidity. Banks are taking less risk. Deutsche Bank laid off sixteen thousand employees very recently. Heard so it's a very da- yeah, it's a very dangerous industry to to get into. But anyway, so. I did that. I thought, oh, this would be cool. Like, so my dad did kind of like riding my dad's, you know, kind of like relation. I was like John's son, yeah. which like wasn't, which at the time was like, okay, like, yeah, I can ride this. I get a good opportunity. But I now see like why that, that never would have been fulfilling. But anyway, so to get back to your question, (laughs) moving back to, (laughs) moving into New York city right away from that, from that environment, from like a Miami, Ohio is like a college town, like really chill, laid back to, to New York city. Was a
0: fast paced place in the goddamn world. It kicked my fucking
1: ass. It kicked my ass. Mm -hmm. For the first six months, I did not know if I could do it. I was. What about it specifically? just all the people, everyone, everyone like, so just like determined, like Mm. that grit that you feel. Um, but, uh, no, so essentially I think it's really just like the grind and Mm. like, you know, getting on the subway and, and, you know, a part of it was adjusting to, to being an adult and having a job, but also just like New York city. It's so, it's really hard to explain, honestly, without really feeling it. I mean, I don't know if you have any insight into this. I know you live in like a quiet little beautiful spot in the fucking – Yeah. In I Dolita, mean, it's really
0: nice though because yeah. you just don't hear anything in the morning. Right. Sometimes I think it's a shitty day out, mm-hmm. but I walk outside and it's beautiful. Right. Just because it's a little bit in the shade. But
1: right. The summer in New York City is not fun. It's fucking hot, dude. It's fucking hot. <laughs> but uh, New, York, New York will kick your ass. But if you stick around long enough, you'll fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. That, that's how I can really summarize yeah. it. And that's what I—that's what's happened to me. We have the best fucking food. We have the best bar scene. We have, it's I, just have to, I have to eat fun. out
0: more, but it's just so expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like buying lunch every day adds up. So I've been trying to bring lunch during the day for the week. And then maybe yeah. on a Friday through Sunday, I'll treat myself to uh, – eating out, but what, what are your, some of your favorite spots for food around here either?
1: Um, so or not, what type
0: of food? No, talk food.
1: Dude, food. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Let's talk food. So that is like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I you, don't could, just, you chef I, it up a lot. Dude, no way. Okay. Do you see that my shitty suitcase over there? Um, you'll see where I spend my money. It's not on, it's not on really things. I'm, I'm very content with, with what I've got in terms of things. I love that. Um, but I fucking spend on food, food. dude. I, what's your, what's your meal cost? meal we're week.
0: talking dinner we're talking dinner we're talking dinner like yeah. a night out dinner no we're just talking every day dinner uh every night of the week dinner um are well, you hitting like cava or or any chipotle or are you are you going so you that's take out
1: that that's usually? my that's my during the week usually okay. yeah um but then like dude like i mean like i i take i take my girlfriend out and like we're i'm dropping like two 250 on dinner this like
0: is it always you paying or is it, are you ever treated?
1: That's a good question. Um, no, for real. Because no.
0: that's actually like something that yeah. I definitely want to talk about.
1: No, for sure. So interesting enough. So when, when I was first dating my girlfriend, we've been together about four or five years now. Wow. Okay. Um, she was lucky enough to be supported by her dad pretty extensively. Mm-hmm. And I sort of reaped those benefits. Yeah um, you know, going out to dinners and not having really to to, to fuss over that. And that was a bit emasculating to be honest with you. But, and then, so then after my first job, we were earning around the same amount of money. So Mm -hmm. then it was kind of like, and she's really cool. She, she's very,
0: she had a girlfriend since college. Yeah. Okay.
1: So we met before that we met in high school, but, um, yeah, that's an interesting story. But, um, she is like really like, she likes, she, she knows how to take care of herself. She's mm-hmm. very ind- independent in that way. Awesome. So she was always, so when, once it was kind of like, cause her, after college, like her dad like cut her off and it was like, we're, we're both paying for, we've kind of split it 50 50. Um, she's in event planning and I'm in sales. So I've had some success. So now it's like, I'm earning significantly more than her. So now I've kind of taken on probably more of the spending because I can and, and, and because I want to, not because I feel like I have to, if that yeah. makes sense. Now it does. But um dude, any you said spots. Um uh blue ribbon sushi.
0: Blue ribbon sushi, haven't heard of it Where's it's not sorry? far at okay. all from here. <laughs> it
1: is the it is uh Sullivan Street. Yeah. Uh not far at all. Um what else? Uh just went to Fig and Olive. I've heard of what that. What type of food is that? That's like Greek.
0: Okay. I've noticed there's a lot of really good Mexican in the city.
1: Mexican's great. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Mexican food. I, I, for me, it's just like Taco Bell do the job. So, oh, really? yeah, I, I don't Good know for why being fine dining to Taco Bell. Right? Yeah. You seen those new fine dining like Taco Bells that are popping up? No, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're ridiculous. Well, it's funny because you have McDonald's in other countries
0: look way nicer than McDonald's here. So and that's the quality the, of
1: food too. Yeah. So that's the same concept. Was it there. like
0: that in uh, England or you were in Spain too? Yep.
1: Right? Yep. Same same shit you were describing. Yeah. yeah. More. Right, pricier, more comparable to like you're not saving money going for fast food like wow. over there, like so that's why I really didn't eat th- that fast food. Where were you
0: exactly in Spain? Barcelona. Oh hell yeah! I just had a bunch of friends that came back from abroad there. They said they all gained weight and ate pasta after every night out. So yeah, I was eating paella, yeah. but yeah, same, same <laughs> concept.
1: Uh, oh dude, Barcelona! Wow, I got some stories about Barcelona.
0: So you're out till seven a.m. or? Oh yeah, that's. I don't know if I. Would really like that, in a sense. Yeah, you get used to it. Okay. Yeah, you so what time do you start pre-gaming at? 11. Okay. 10.30, 11.
1: It's
0: funny, because in Australia, you get to the bar by 9.30, mm-hmm. and you're home by, like, 1 or 2. I like that
1: better. Yeah. Like why, like, I don't know why they wait so long. Yeah, like, I
0: have no idea. Everyone just... It's, it's actually way better. The only thing that sucks is sometimes you end class, like, 6 or 7, then... You just have to come on and drink right away. Yeah. yeah.
1: Those, yeah, those those mornings were weren't great. I mean, what time were, did you have
0: class if you were out till seven?
1: I mean, I was Or your uh, internship. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't going out. Yeah. Really, during okay. when, when I had that, if I had like a class in the morning the next day, mm-hmm. or I tried not to, and if I did, I, w- I would be skipping it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'd like to. I think that the your listeners would enjoy this story um my first night in barcelona
0: okay
1: um so i get there i'm meeting all my roommates i'm like i'm i'm a very like i'm an outgoing dude like i'm like oh what's up man like let's go out like let's have fun yeah and i thought i was so cool yeah um
0: <laughs> you can look back on it now yeah
1: um anyway so we go out me and one other roommate we go out to um one of those beach clubs i think mm-hmm. it's pacha or something like you know there's like there's like these four clubs that are like, right on the beach um, show show Soco, I think when we went to. But, okay. So we're having fun. We're having a good time. Um, <laughs> uh, we get separated because I needed to go on the beach and find some pot to smoke. Okay. So we got separated, and then I couldn't find him. I then realized that I didn't have his cell phone number. Wow. So he's gone. I'm disappeared. So I'm just hanging out with the locals, the gypsies. I guess that's that's generally what they're referred to. I'm not even sure if that's a derogatory term, but like <laughs> the you know the guys out there like slinging the slinging the stuff. I'm just like having fun on the beach. It's like pretty much legal there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all of a sudden, this is probably like three thirty a.m. All of a sudden, I, I I noticed that my my phone is missing. And I'm yeah. sure you've heard about the pickpocketers of Barcelona, right? Totally. Remember, this my friend night got one.
0: robbed his first night yeah. there of everything.
1: Exactly. So that happened. And then I I, checked, I go to check the time my watch is gone. Those guys got the watch off my
0: hand. Wow.
1: Without you even noticing? Without me even noticing. I mean, were you really drunk or no? I was pretty drunk. I'm also pretty ADHD.
0: But, Same with me. I'm so ADHD. But
1: um, yeah, so they took the watch off my hand. So I'm like, oh, crap. Like, what am I going to do? Luckily, yeah. I had my wallet in my back pocket Thank and it was like God. buttoned up. Yeah. But then let me tell you the next problem. It's like 6 a.m. at this point. I'm like, all right, better go home. And then it's like, oh, wait, wow. I don't know my address yeah. because it's my first night here. So I don't know where my apartment oh, is. Oh, it was your first night? My first night, dude. Damn. So I didn't know where my apartment was. <laughs> and I'm alone on a beach. And in Barcelona, my 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 roommates, I later found out, thought I was dead. Really? And so what I had to do was I wound up wandering into the streets once this I, – I figured – so I sat down. I'm like, you know what? This is a shitty situation. I'm at least going to enjoy the sunrise. So yeah. I watch the sunrise. Then I go down to – like that. Down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might yeah. as well, right? Okay. Go down the street. It's like the sun is rising. Like all these business guys like looking at me like obviously like a tourist like mm. – and I'm like, shit. What am I gonna do? Did you so, speak any Spanish? Yeah, I speak a decent amount of Art Spanish. Sweet. So I was able to find this like library-looking place. to yeah. Speak in Spanish. They're like, oh no, yo no sé dónde está mi, mi casa. Telegram, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, necesito tu computadora. So I was like, I need to use your computer. Um. So I was able to get on my Gmail and access my. Wow. Access my... Did you email your address. roommates? No, I accessed my, my address. So they'd sent me an email previously. Oh, hell yeah. I was able to get my address and then get a, got a taxi back. Showed up at like 10 a.m. And they
0: like, like, what the
1: fuck, yeah. dude? I remember the first time meeting me, yeah. they thought I was a psychopath. Yeah. And they, I guess they weren't wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, and then, you know, orientation was at 11. So I uh, went to sleep and fucking skipped orientation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the start to my Barcelona trip.
0: So a good trip overall. <laughs>
1: oh, I was the best, man. Yeah. I mean, flying Did you learn so was,
0: anything about yourself with personal growth, just living abroad in general?
1: That I need more personal growth. Yeah. <laughs> that I need to, I, I felt like I couldn't really take care of myself. I mean, clearly that story demonstrated that. Um, I had to do my own laundry and I was making a mess of that. And I, I kind of realized that like, wow, like I got a lot more work to do. Myself. When was
0: that growing up point? Do you think at? Just even during that trip, was there any certain point where you're like, "Wow, I've grown up a lot, and I'm stepping up to the plate."
1: To be honest, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I got that until I had this this job I have now. Wow, it took a long time for me to to really figure out, like, all right, man, like, it's uh, you got to make your living or. You know, you, you can't do it. You, you can't like go out for fucking sushi. Like I said, I love to do like, if I want to do that, like I need to work hard mm-hmm. and and be good at what I do. Um, and like, I think everyone's, I think it's like, it's hard to, to really imagine what that's like when you're at that stage where you're like moving on and trying to figure out what you want to do. It's like, you're thinking, I think people think about it the wrong way. It's like, Oh, how am I how much money am I going to make doing this? How much yeah. money am I going to make doing so that?
0: I, I've learned really though, even just entry level sales. It's not about the money too much just yet.
1: Um, in fin- for, for example, in financial services, when I started, I was making 50 grand. Okay. No bonus, no 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 commission, nothing. And I was working from 6.30 a.m. to 5 p.m.
0: And getting lunches. A lot of my, uh, lot of my IB friends right now are working 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah. That's crazy hours. Catch fun, guys? Yeah, I just... <sighs> I don't know. Those hours are just really tough. I I feel like, yeah, it would would just eat away at me.
1: It's horrible, man. I mean, the thing at the end of the day, like, and this is what I realized too, like, I don't care how much money I make if I'm unhappy doing this. Like what's the point? You have to
0: enjoy the process. Yeah,
1: you do. And entry-level sales is a, is a fantastic way to to get yourself out there because at the end of the day, even if you find out, and, and believe me, plenty of people go into sales and realize that sales isn't for them. Yeah. But like you were telling me before we started this, like the skills you gain from from that SDR role or re, uh, associate recruitment role of like reaching out, speaking to people, customer-facing, like getting to know, networking, yeah. that is so applicable for every industry. I
0: mean, I think networking is the most important thing I've learned during my internship. And I was even talking to one of my coworkers today. They were saying, what's your peak and what's your pit? And I said, peak is easily networking. I would never have thought to do this with LinkedIn before. LinkedIn is the most powerful tool I've ever seen that I think you know, a lot of people are, are missing out on. They are. So,
1: Get on LinkedIn. Yeah. And, and, and I, I was very reserved reserved to do it myself. Cause I was like, ah, social media for like business. Like, what no, I, say?
0: Th- I was at 200 connections right now. I'm at 600 just because of work. And I am so happy that that happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Like maybe you had a nice cut. Co- co- I've had like, I'll give you an example of why networking is so valuable.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about networking. Yeah. Yeah. Let
1: me give you a perfect example. So this happened to me two weeks. This was la- a mixture of two weeks and last week. So mm-hmm. reached out to a prospect. He was the director. He was the financial director at, excuse me, the technology director at a financial services company, about 50 people, right? That's right in our sweet spot reached out to him spoke with him a little bit you know I was able to what would we would say objection handle yeah um and, and create an opportunity with him we were chatting back and forth we changed the date a few times like he's like calling me man like being like dude like thanks and like being being a person yeah right and that's the most important thing with networking being a human being um, so anyway, scheduled a meeting and then he reaches out to me about a day before we're supposed to have this meeting. and he says, Hey man, like, I'm sorry. I was doing more research on your organization. I saw that you guys are using Slack. Um, and unfortunately due to financial regulations, we are not able to use that service. But my wife, a referral baby, Exactly. My wife who works at this company might be a better fit for you guys. And they're actually on the look for a solution. Mm-hmm. So reached out, he put me in touch with his wife. One thing led to another. Now they're right bang in the middle of our sales funnel. And it's a great opportunity. An SDR, qualified opportunity, counts for me. So it doesn't end there. So Let's get it. So it doesn't end there. So I reached out to him. It was like a couple of days later. I reached out to him because I was like, wow, like that doesn't happen all the time, right? So I, I sent him another email like, hey, man, like I just wanted to say like, thanks so much. For, like, I really appreciate, you know, you put me in touch with your wife. And like, even though it didn't work for you, like nice guys, like are hard to find this business. Yeah. like. And then I said, "Let me know, like, if, if you if you'd be up for it, like, and this." And I said, um, "No pressure. I've never done this before, but let me know if like you'd be up for letting me buy you a beer and, and learn a bit more about uh, your role as a technology leader in the financial services industry." Yeah. Gets back to me in an hour. Yeah, man, sounds great. Let's grab a ne- next Wednesday. <laughs> so I take him out. We go out for beers. This is uh, this is last week. We go out for beers, having a great time. Yeah. It's like it's like seven o'clock. Um, it's like six, we met at six. Like seven o'clock, having a few beers and you know we're talking work we're talking work all of a sudden I'm telling him about my girlfriend he's telling me about his wife we're having a few more beers then we're at the next spot all of a sudden it's 1am I'm singing karaoke (laughs) and it's a true story and you know saying goodbye to him next day next day um it feeds me two leads
0: wow that is awesome
1: and you know we're boys we still talk these guys in his early 30s and like all that was because I was cool with him and like was like didn't try to push him too hard. When he said he didn't want to do the meeting anymore, he gave me that referral. I was able to, you know, I put like a, you know, I picked up the check. It was like 120 bucks, but like from what I got paid for for him, like that evened out. Like met, met, a great contact and like got two more opportunities. Yeah, and I would was, that wasn't even that my is goal.
0: all cause of or you reach out to him on LinkedIn or no?
1: I it was a cold call. Okay. But like, but yeah, but we were connected on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. No, we are now. But, um, but I mean, that's still networking, right? That's yeah. still. No, it's
0: actually crazy. Yeah. For me, LinkedIn, I did an advanced search for comedians in New York City and kind of did a filter on podcasting. I okay. just needed to build my network out here right when I got here. It was probably the first, one of the first days on the job. Found this comedian. His name is Phil Kors. Unbelievable guy. Really funny. Uh, I recorded a podcast with him, actually. He then introduced me to somebody named Daniel Tay. Daniel Tay plays Buddy's little brother in the movie Elf. Now I'm good buddies with Daniel Tay. <laughs> He's now introducing me to his network. And that wouldn't have been the case if I didn't use LinkedIn. So the power is actually there and it's at our fingertips. And a lot of my friends have been saying, how's your internship? What have you been learning? I'm saying, I really love my internship. The skill set I've been learning is incredible. You guys got to get on LinkedIn. And yeah. Some of them have what eighty connections. I'm like, dude, get it up to fucking 500 before right. the school year starts. Right, right. it will take right. you a couple hours. You right.
1: Know, so no, you're so right, man. Yeah. You're so right, and it's it's an it's an incredible platform. It is deep.
0: It's so good. And the good. thing is,
1: I don't know if you're doing this already, um, but like posting your own personal content's the next step.
0: Really? And that's what Can I'm. Can you walk me through that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, let's do
1: that. Um, and you know, I'll show you now or after yeah. after what what I've what I come up with, but. Yeah. So sharing my life as an SDR, because you know what? I have a lot of connections with SDRs that want to see my story and comment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see, I see like these industry leaders, they comment and say things that I relate to. And like, I give a little comment and then mm-hmm. they comment on my thing. And it's like, it, it's building that personal brand. It's having a voice because you can have these connections up, but you want to have a voice mm-hmm. because us millennials, I mean, are you Gen Z or you're a millennial?
0: i believe i'm the last of the millennials you're
1: borderline i, yeah. I, I think i'm the last of the yeah. millennials. i'm 24 <laughs> but um but um 21
0: that's only three years yeah yeah
1: we we don't trust big name brands do we we're like ah those corporations like we don't trust you know what we trust more than anything personal brands yeah personal and i'll give you a story um I, I just I just read this the other day. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson, for example. I think he's got like hundreds of millions of followers on, on, on uh, Instagram.
0: Yeah. He went to my school actually.
1: No way. Yeah. Um, you
0: Miami alum.
1: But uh, so anyways, he's got like hundreds of millions of followers. He's like 300 million or something. He acted in his own movie. And the studio for the movie that he acted in paid him $1 million for one Instagram post about the movie that he starred in.
0: Yeah. Influencing is crazy crazy and
1: you know what that's the best million dollars that you yeah. ever spent because the 300 million people that saw that post all loved Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. it's the most targeted marketing you could possibly get yeah so fast forward for for a person like me or a person like you like in a role where you know you're in sales or whatever you want to do it's like if you have a following if people are liking your things and people are commenting I you, might move this up yeah, a little sure. bit
0: one sec because I might have to like edit
1: this out alright
0: perfect there we go
1: you gain credibility yeah we don't trust me we don't trust like big big brands mm. Where you know with everything that's going on politically and, and, and things like that it's like personal brands are everything so my other advice would be start building that personal brand now
0: how do you alright not even for me how does someone go about doing that right now entering senior year we're kind of focusing on that a segment just because uh, right. a lot of school friends asking about this H- how do you start that
1: i think you start that by the first step like and it's hard it's hard to make the first step it, yeah that, that, for me that was also the hardest yeah it's like oh my profile is kind of crappy yeah yeah like, eh, like step one get a headshot get a good headshot so you can feel co- confident about your profile hell yeah that's number one and number two Spend a couple hours, just everyone you know from high school, from college, from you, from Beth's, like from- If you put a way. metric
0: to it, how many connections do you think someone needs entering senior year? What do you think is a good number?
1: 500 plus. 500 I don't plus. think anyone should ever be Love under 500 that. plus. Love that. Because you, once you, that's the, that's that little- How many do you have? 2,236.
0: Because <laughs> it says 500 plus, but it doesn't give an exact number on it. That's right. 600. It's mm-hmm. not a bad spot to be. 500 plus.
1: Yeah. 500 plus baby. Um, Elite but, club. But that's, that's the most, so I like get, get your, get that up to there. Once you'll, and trust me, you'll feel more confident and comfortable with your profile. Once you have a good looking headshot, you open, it's like, Oh, look at me. I look good. i look professional. And then yeah. it's like, Oh, 500 plus connections. Like people, he knows people. Yeah. And then from there, you know, you add your resume, you add your experience. And then it's like, from there like you can start you can follow you know people that you like it's just it's just like instagram dude but yeah. for, for 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 like professional stuff
0: it's funny because you can actually go to someone's profile and do second or third degree connections mm-hmm. and just filter what company you want mm-hmm. and what i'm learning now is what i didn't do last year there's a a rep coming to c- campus right promoting the company i can just reach out to them months ahead of time on linkedin so then when i see them in person you just get that familiarity right yeah right which that's, is really and, nice. and that, that's
1: a fantastic actual yeah. idea because you can reach out hey man like or a person like hey yeah. hey like, so so depending obviously if it's like a 45 yeah. year old man like Bob. Hey just man. say hey bob, yeah. say, hey, bob. Right. Hey, hey bob like really looking forward i heard you're going to be coming to campus yeah. like really looking forward to you know meeting getting to meet you i was just curious like would you would, would you have 15 minutes to spare where i could buy you a coffee and learn a little bit more about x y and z i'll tell you they're gonna say yes every time they're gonna say
0: yes yeah. I've had, so I've had a couple of people turn me down that I've reached out to only because I was a little bit more generic in the beginning with my messages. But when I started referencing their company and saying that I want to follow in their shoes and I could really benefit from their insight and I'll have an impactful, um, I can't even put a word to it on my career. That's when they started being like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
1: people like trying to
0: work to get that face to face first, but people are just so busy with work. It's really tough. Of course,
1: of course um but that that's actually a great point i think you know another thing you that's that maybe what you know because like you got a career fairs and stuff right and let me tell you those Dude, things it's,
0: i don't i don't want to say it's pointless it's just so frustrating you're waiting in line it's brutal yeah it's, it's brutal and i'd rather it's like, do my shit on my own
1: yeah, yeah and you know what that's that's not an, an indication of what the job market's like right now mm-hmm. let me tell you something because there are a million more job um what what is it? Postings, job postings, and job seekers. I'm sure you know that you're in the recruiting business. Yeah. So there's
0: so many job postings. Yeah. You don't even know it though. No, I
1: know. And the best way to know is to get a good recruiter. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that, the best place to start, and I say this, I'll say it once, I'll say it again. This is what I, I'm talking from experience. Hell yeah. When I left the financial services industry, and I was like, I need to do something that's completely different than this because I hate this so much. Yeah. I went I googled top ten recruiting firms in New York City <laughs> Do you say that.
0: for what industry do you nope
1: say- wow. no. for sales Cause, cause or had, anything? no or- I had no idea what I wanted to do, yeah, no idea, so I figured hmm let's 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 uh let's open this umbrella, yeah, right So i reached out to ten recruiting firms, sent them all my resume, and just chilled. Two got back to me. I guess my resume was not impressive, but whatever yeah. one of them was best recruiting. And they called me and it was like, hey, Jeff, like saw your resume. It looks pretty good. Like, would you be interested in like tech sales and like SDR role? Would you be making like 60 cold calls a day? SAS? No, I wasn't. Okay. I, and I go, so I'll tell you this. Like, okay. I, I go, uh, I don't know. Like ma- making cold calls, like that sounds like uh, kind of a drag. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if that's really what I'm looking for. Like I really appreciate the outreach. I hang up the phone. Really? Yep. Wow. With bets. Hang up the phone. I then had a call with my dad later that day. Okay. Right. And I get on the phone with him. Talking with them, yeah, Dad. Actually, one of those one of those staffing companies reached me back, but like they were like talking about like tech sales or something. Like, you know, I'd have to make like all these cold calls. It just doesn't feel like it'd be a good fit for me. Okay. And he goes, Jeffrey, what the fuck are you doing? You have no idea what you want to do. Call them back and have an interview, because at the very least, you practice. (laughs) My my English accent is actually useless. You'd be better when I was a little kid. I love um, it, dude. But uh, that's what he said to me, and he, and I go, yeah, you know what, like th- that could be okay because think about it, when you hear like when you hear like, okay, your job's gonna be to send eight, to make eighty cold calls a day, send twenty emails, and do this, it, that sounds like a drag. Mm-hmm. Sounds like sounds horrible. But anyway, I was like, okay, I'll bite. Call him back. Got the interview. Like. And then I heard, learned about this company, my company I'm at now, Electric, and it was like, wow, this sounds cool. Like, yeah, I'll try this. And, oh yeah. And now I know what. Now I feel. Go, I'll try this. <laughs> this. Yeah. And now I'm like, now I'm like, this is my career. Like, I know now, like without doubt, that sales. I didn't know until this, uh, yeah,
0: sales internship that you I know. love. Just the whole idea of tech sales, even recruiting people in general, just building that relationship is something I strive for. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, cool.
1: you you know earlier than most. Yeah, which is great. But um going back to the point like when you're when you're trying to figure out what to do, like just just keep your umbrella open, reach out to a hella people, narrow the focus, and then pick what feels right. Okay. not what gives you the most money, not what not what makes the most sense, not what looks the most impressive on the resume, pick what feels right. Yeah.
0: All right, so you expand your outreach, right? You're building your personal brand. You start connecting with people on LinkedIn, you message people on LinkedIn, you get them on a call. Is there a next step? to that call or do you think you put it in their hands
1: it depends um is this a prospect that i'm trying to get business from this or is not this not even a
0: prospect you're a senior in college and you're looking okay. into breaking into an industry okay and you're just networking right okay. and just talking to people on the phone figuring out what they're doing every day is what is your next step from then of that call would you say or what's on your agenda
1: after after having a call with them yeah where i've gained valuable information yeah. built some rapport mm-hmm. So I think my next step would be, well, first of all, you need to, you need to, on that call is when you need to clarify the next step. Okay. That's very important. Don't just hang on the phone and be like, oh, hey, good to know you. No. So for example, like if, if this person's working for, I mean, is this person like maybe at a, at a company where you might see yourself working in?
0: Let's just say say so. It, okay, if that's
1: the case, if that's the case, it would be like, hey, like I would end the call with, hey, Jim, like I really enjoyed this conversation. and I really do appreciate the the time you gave me mm-hmm. today. It's been very valuable, and I've gained, I've really gained a lot of insight. Um, would you mind if I, uh, you know, kind of reached out to you in, in about a month and and checked in to see, you know, or even better than that would be because like I'm assuming that this is towards the end of the senior year, right? It would be like, it'd be like, Jim, like, would you, would, would you, would it be, would it excuse me? Sorry. <laughs>
0: You're
1: good. I, I say, cause I'm, cause I say this all the time. I'm trying to say, not to say, would it be crazy? That's, yeah. my, that's my new line now. To <laughs> no, get, just
0: say your new yeah. line. I love it. No,
1: wait, Jim, would it, would it be crazy if I were to, you know, maybe reach out to you towards the end of the summer and you might be able to help me out and find a role in your organization if you think that'd be a fit for me? Yeah. No, Jeff, that's not crazy. Okay. Awesome. So what I'll do here, um, you know, I'll, I'll shoot, I'll shoot another note to you Yeah and um let's put
0: something on the calendar yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and and i'll send you a tentative calendar rotation for you know say may 15th um i'll be in touch a week before to make sure that does work for you but again i just really wanted to reiterate how much i appreciate um you, you giving me your time mm-hmm and this is something I like to throw in, like. that's no, this I, is great. And I and this I understand, and I understand, and this is this is a great line for, yeah. for anyone listening. <laughs> it works very well. I understand that time is is the one thing that you can never get a refund for. Yeah. So I really appreciate it. Say that, that one more time. I understand that time is the one thing that you'll never be able to get a refund for. So I really appreciate it.
0: So you, ri- you, you, you reiterated a- that twice about right. appreciating them, and then you hit it with their. Like, thank you for taking up yeah, and acknowledging
1: your time. how yeah. value, how much you value their time. Hell yeah, that's the important thing because it's true. Like, if you if you buy something for a hundred bucks, you can return and get the hundred dollars back. You buy a new car and like it's not what you wanted. Like, eh, you can return it. Maybe you're not gonna get the full price back, uh-huh. but you can never get your time back. That's something that's gone. Mm-hmm. So that's the most, and that's why like for me as an SDR, when I'm people say like, Oh, like, what do you do? Like, are you really in sales? It's like, I'm not selling necessarily selling the product. I'm selling them on taking time out of their day to speak with us. Yeah, And that is more valuable than any product that we have. The fact that we're getting them on the phone to take time out of their day time that a VP might be spending with his daughter, or might be, you know, doing something within the organization contributing to the bottom line. So. I think it's really important to acknowledge and appreciate and value people's time. Awesome.
0: I think that's very useful because, you know, if I wasn't in this internship, I have no idea if it came to maybe March that I would start reaching out to people. And by that time, their inboxes are flooded. But if they saw my face earlier, then they would say, all right, we've already been in contact. Of course, I'm willing to help you out. I just wonder how many people from Google are getting hit up around March or April.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Their whole organization. Oh, yeah. Inboxes are flooded.
1: Yeah. Um, one other piece of advice for your, for your listeners who are cool enough to listen to your podcast. <laughs> Try to stay away from corporate America. It's just not as fun as as the, the tech software startup space. I'm working with people that are my age. My boss is 29 years old. That is sweet. He's my boy. Like... I'm I'm valued. I'm I'm not only that, but in a company like of a smaller size, you can actually contribute to the bottom mm-hmm. line.
0: So you have an impact on right? the world. Right.
1: Exactly. You feel it, and if you do a good job, not only will you feel your impact, but other people will ap- acknowledge and appreciate. So
0: people, is there a culture in the company where you close a deal or you pass something off to an accounting executive? Are they always appreciating you and showing that absolutely it feels so good when somebody does that in absolutely. the office so some a candidate gets placed but then i get shouted out for handing them off to somebody that's placing them right there's no better feeling yeah i, so. I
1: could not agree more yeah. um and you know how many times that happened to me in my last job
0: in the financial services job probably zero. Zero. yeah that would change so much
1: you know what actually one time one time um one time I was getting a salad for, for my boss. Oh, man. <laughs> and, no, let me tell you. I was getting a salad for my boss, and he wanted uh, guacamole. Okay. And they only had avocado, so I couldn't reach him. That's how pathetic it was. So I just got, I just got him the, the guacamole instead, or I got him whatever the other one was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, good job, Jeff. Good call. It's the only time. Wow. Yeah. And I remember it specifically because it was the only time.
0: Did you feel a little bit good after that? Yeah. Damn, I got the guac, not the avocado.
1: Right, but I made the call to get <laughs> yeah. it, even though because they didn't have the other one, yeah. I couldn't get it. I couldn't reach him. That is so dumb.
0: They're just like the the wow.
1: And I remember it. Yeah,
0: but if you're only valued for that, you probably felt great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, made me feel good.
0: So, uh, just to wrap things up a little bit, sure. we are reaching the hour mark, which is kind of crazy. Wow, football. time flies. Yeah, wow. So. I have two main questions, something I always wrap up with. What's next? And then one last piece of advice for just seniors, just in general. So for you, I would just like to get a little bit of- What's
1: next for, for what?
0: For your for your career. So we'll answer that secondly. Firstly, what type of advice could you provide? I know you talked about it earlier. Don't be stressed. Just to reiterate, building up your LinkedIn, networking, and is there anything else people can do by when it comes to application process time that they cannot feel so overwhelmed
1: i would i would um reinforce finding a a um staffing agency okay because that really removes so much of the stress it really does and you know your listeners like you know you're inter- in, in uh, excuse me your You've interned at bets, like Jeff Hubbard right here. Like, feel free to ping me on LinkedIn. (laughs) No, seriously. Like, I'm happy to to put you in touch with people. Like, it, it,
0: can I put your LinkedIn in the description? Yeah, of course.
1: Of course. Yeah, let's do that. Of course. Um, but it's like that, that I'd give that piece of advice. I'd also say that other things that you can do and fucking enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. Stop freaking out. And I and I wish I could tell myself this, you know, like four years ago when I was like getting stressed out because you've got a whole life for a career. Mm-hmm. You've got a whole life. You don't have that much time in college. And most people that I've spoken to have the same advice where it's like, dude, you're going to figure it out. You're a smart guy. You're going to get a job opportunity. There's so mm-hmm. many jobs out there. So many, yeah, and I didn't believe this at the time because it doesn't feel like it. I didn't know until no. I know so
0: many people are in demand for it, d- it doesn't feel yeah. like it,
1: it really doesn't. Um, but like, don't worry, go to cl- try to go to class, <laughs> um, <laughs> don't eat gross, yeah, <laughs> eat some gross shit <laughs> if it's good. Um, but really, just, just uh, my biggest advice is just enjoy yourself because. You're never going to get those years back. Like I said before, time is the most valuable thing that we have. And the time in college is special. So enjoy it. Relax. If you're ever stressing out about finding a job or whatever, like...
0: Hit up your LinkedIn.
1: Exactly. I was gonna like, get your ass on LinkedIn. <laughs> request under 50 people. Yeah.
0: Um. Let's hit a metric for a day. Request 50 people a day. That's very manageable. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, the thing is, once you request, you know... 50 to 100 like people you may know boom boom yeah. boom 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 i i think they i have an
0: algorithm so yeah yeah so exactly it like oh you requested linkedin
1: linkedin is so important get that headshot yeah if you you know most colleges provide uh some sort of service for that or your fraternities or dude. your fraternity hell yeah um but yeah don't don't stress so much um and and you know what i really on top of everything like i wouldn't worry about researching companies and reaching out myself and like, cause you're just one of 300 resumes, 400, 500 resumes. Yeah. You know, if, if you're good, you'll, yeah, you'll get picked, but like going through recruiters, because the thing is, when you go through a recruiter, not only are you getting put in those touch, but you've got the, the whatever company is hiring the staffing agency, you've got the credibility of you, your staff, the staffing agency. So when I, for example, when I had electric, Interview. It was like, oh, like Bets thinks Jeff's good, so I'll give him a shot. And which goes back to the whole fucking thing about networking. That's that's networking in a nutshell. Staffing industry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. Networking. really is. That's it. Center of it. That's it. Yeah. Because they companies know that when they speak to you, you're vetted by that staffing agency, and it just removes all the pain. Very
0: interesting. I love it. And I uh, definitely guarantee that with my experience at Bet's, best company in the world to reach out to if you are interested in uh tech sales field. So i either hit you up or hit my company up, which is great.
1: I second that. They placed me and I, and I couldn't be happier. Um, and you know, like if you want to ping me and, and skip and get me the referral bonus, feel free to do that too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so last question for you is not where do you see yourself in five to six years, but what are you looking forward to and what's really next and your next steps of your career, maybe life too, if you mm-hmm. have any uh, words to wrap up. I
1: mean, up. to be honest with you, I never thought I'd be that guy, but I do have a five-year plan. I do have a 10-year plan. Um, but just just kind of summarize, um, I have a promotion. Um, I've been promoted to sales development team lead.
0: Wow. So that's not account executive or no?
1: No, it's not what I wanted yet.
0: Okay. Wow. Um, awesome. I,
1: I love coaching. I love speaking, and I can make people better. Um, and that comes with a whole sorts of things, but um, you know, based about like me like telling you about like how like you got to fight, you got to put your name out there, like that's all something I did, and I got rewarded. Yeah. Um,
0: that piece of feedback is so important. Getting into an organization and yep. right off the bat saying let's make checkpoints.
1: Right. Someone not, told me to do not, that. Not right off the bat. Yeah. Settle in for a f- couple months. Get mm-hmm. your head down. Do your job. Learn the job. Learn learn the basis and then reach out to people, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Someone that you think might b- offer you some insight, they'll be happy to talk to you. Yeah. And I say this is the same thing in college, like with professors, with office hours, it's the same yeah. fucking thing. No one wants to go up to them because they assume they're so busy. No, if you go up to them and like, hey, I need an hour of your time next week, they'll give it to you. It's the same thing with, with C-suite. And um, five years, I see myself building out my own sales organization. I see myself in an early stage startup and, and fucking bringing that thing to the ringer, and get, yeah. getting in early, and you know really stamping on Jeff Hubbard there. Um, hopefully, driving towards an IPO. It had to be the right product. It'd be something that I was like, "Wow, I'm willing to like bet my life on this shit," because it's your life when you when you do something like that. Uh, Thirty five years, I see myself wow. as a VP of sales at a Series B startup, maybe thir- in my late thirties after I've done that and, and and had success.
0: Would you ever go to strategic partnerships?
1: Possibly. Mm-hmm. That's a great role too. And then um, once I'm in my early forties and I've got a family, I see myself um being a sales coach, consulting. Sweet. And that's what
0: my dad did for a bit.
1: It's a it's a, if you and, and that's why and that ties all the way back to personal brand. That's why I'm building that brand now. Because by the time I'm that age, I wanna I want to be known in the industry. I want to be respected. And then like, I don't know if you, and if you know, John Barrows.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He's a big sales coach.
1: Yeah. So we had him come in.
0: Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah.
1: And learned a ton. Um, but you know, and I, I want to be him. That's dude. Like he, he, he works Monday and Friday with cold calling, prospecting, reaching out yeah. LinkedIn, all that. Right. So he's in sales. He does sales. And then Tuesday through Wednesday Tuesday through Thursday, he's he's on he's got he's on the floor. He's spending days with companies, and he charges a lot of money.
0: That's personal. And he's brand selling right there.
1: himself. Hell that's yeah! That's it. He his himself is his product. He does all the selling. He provides the product. And at the end of the day, if he wants to take off and like not work, he can do that. Yeah. Sounds like the life, man. So that's my kind of like plan there sweet Jeff thank you so much for coming on and
0: let's put a date on the counter to follow up of course in the next couple yeah. months What are we doing that well I'm in the search let's do uh, let's say August 15th when I'm back at school just to touch August 15th what day of the week is that I would say that's uh, I could even tell maybe like middle of the week
1: <laughs> alright we'll make it tentative and you'll follow up with me a week before a about week that. before of course that's what you gotta do yeah
0: of course alright uh, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you next time on the JB Show
1: Cheers, guys.